I'm Kirsty Logan, this is my co-host Heather Parry. Sorry, I'm laughing because we tried to start this episode and Kirsty just took over. And I was like, <laughs> wait, no, it's my go. I started doing the intro and Heather was like, no, it's my intro. It's my go. <laughs> you are correct, it is your go, pal, I'm sorry. So welcome to day five of our mini-sode pre-season five Halloween countdown. If you say it really quickly, it doesn't sound quite so clunky. Thanks. Um, by day 14, we might have come up with a name. Yeah, maybe. Don't hold your breath. Tune in to find out. <laughs> and today we're doing um, A Little Taste of Death by Pat- Patricia Windsor. Who sounds like she's in Last of the Summer Wine. Oh, I wish. Uh, anyway, I looked up Patricia Windsor. She's 81. Oof. She's written loads of horror trash, including the following. The Christmas Killer. Killing Time. And also, this is real. This is a real book. This is the title. How a Weirdo and a Ghost Can Change Your Entire Life. (laughs) Patricia spends most of her day lounging on a huge shade long. I hope bonbons are mentioned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's got like a marigold dress on and Mm -hmm. with like poofy sleeves, and she has like half naked men bring her things. You mean marabou? What did I say? Marigold, which is the rubber gloves. Maybe she also has. No, no, the collar. Oh! What's marabou? Like that fluff. Oh. Okay. So it's marigold colour with marabou on it. Okay. I don't yep. know materials. Okay. So anyway, the little <laughs> taste of death very much fits into her title of... Nice. Yeah. I don't know if that's correct. It's beautiful. Um, will I uh, read you a little bit? Please do. <clears throat> Louis. L-O-U-E-Y. It's mm, too many vowels. I really don't like it. No. Louis. Louis had taken to reading the newspaper at breakfast every morning. She woke to the sound of it hitting Gran's front porch at eight o'clock. At that moment, her day began and the paper was there to help the morning pass. It was a flimsy newspaper, nothing like the Atlanta newspaper her daddy read every morning. Sorry. Her father read every evening. The DeLonga Morning Press took less than 20 minutes if Louis read real slow. The classifieds could stretch out a little more. Breakfast was served in the dining room, complete with linen cloth and napkins. You had to refold the napkin into a silver holder for the next meal. You had to be careful not to wipe your mouth too vigorously, or your napkin would be filthy before the week was out. Gran, frail and refined, didn't say much in the morning. Is Gran Patricia Windsor? Because <laughs> I actually think it could be. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, so that's what kind of vibe we've got. It's a little bit uh, not Haunting of Hill House. Um, oh, come on. No, it could be. A very famous writer that everyone likes. Oh my god, Shirley that could Jackson. be anyone. It's a bit oh, Shirley I Jackson. She wishes. she wishes. Yeah. <laughs> she wishes she was Shirley Jackson. So Louis Louis. It's weird. It's weird that you mentioned Shirley Jackson because obviously her stories like seem quite historical now, but obviously they were contemporary at the time, whereas this does not feel like a story that's set in nineteen ninety one. It no. feels like it's set in like the fifties. Yeah. Yes. So Louis <laughs> is living with her grandmother over the summer and she is bored. Her grandma, Patricia Windsor, does nothing and goes (laughs) nowhere and she makes Louis fold napkins, as we've read. Louis reads the newspaper and loves the classifieds, but one morning she sees one that says, remember the lollipop? 
which sounds like some sort of call out for a sex thing, doesn't it? <laughs> Are we just going to do dirty rereads <laughs> of all of these stories? That's what happens when we've had too much coffee and not enough sleep. <laughs> Remember the lollipop? The man in the white hat? Call this number immediately. It could save your life. Which I think is like one of those missed connections ads. Like, some guy had his dick out. Some guy in a white hat had his dick out on the train. Oh, and, and he's he... calling it a lollipop. Oh my god, yeah. I feel like I'm going to be sick. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, I saw you look at my penis when I was masturbating unbidden on the tube. Call me or I, or we'll kill you. That's and he's sitting opinion. next to his phone being like, why is nobody calling? Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe that wasn't an attractive invitation. <laughs> uh, so she calls the number because she does remember the lollipop. That's so vague, isn't it? Because that could be any child. I mean, I've had a lollipop. I've had one. Well, I've had many. <laughs> she got... We're not allowed to talk about Heather's sex life on the podcast yes. anymore. Please, God, no. No more. She calls the number and the person asks her questions. How old was she? 15. Is she experiencing any symptoms? No, not yet. That reminds me of this thing I really love, uh, which is, I think, a David Firth cartoon. Um, from like maybe 2006, which feels like an entire lifetime ago. And it's called, um, it's called like Health Warning. It's the weirdest cartoon. And this woman goes to a doctor and she goes, are you, are you feeling, are you experiencing, are you having any trouble with bees under your armpits? And she says, no. And he goes, hmm, not that you know of. <laughs> I love that so much. Also with the kind of 2019 eyes, it's hard not to read this as like, you find out that someone that you know has been sexually assaulting girls historically and you're like subtly trying to find out were you a victim of this man yeah without saying it explicitly yes so they tell her to come along to a meeting which you would do if that was the case as well on thursday night because when she ate that lollipop kirsty she ate death <sighs> you'd think she'd have noticed so she goes to the meeting and meets another kid called Bobby Lee outside. Bobby Lee. We had Bobby Walker, didn't we, on episode oh, one? Yeah. Bobby's a terrible name. I don't know any Bobbies. I mean, you know Rob and Robert. We yeah. wouldn't really use Robbie. Bobby so much. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby. It's weird. <clears throat> so anyway, they go in together and they join a group. They have been called, apparently. Called by lollipops. I think they did the calling, but fine. <laughs> the group <laughs> share their experiences about bad things they've done, nasty feelings they've felt. But Louis done nothing. <laughs> Liar. She's a teenage girl. <laughs> she, <laughs> she just doesn't want anyone to know about it. <laughs> they all share their experiences of the the lollipop that they're all weirdly talking about. It's she, so hard not to imagine this as like a gross random penis as well. Yeah. <sighs> Especially when I tell you this. Okay. She got a lollipop from a man with a brown front tooth on a train while her mother was asleep. Oh my god, this oh, is so horrible. So sorry. So horrible. Her mum told us to throw it away, but Louis waited till her mum fell asleep again and ate the delicious lollipop. Oh my god. God, I'm so I sorry. can't handle this anymore. <laughs> so the rest of the group tell her that she'll go through the change soon. Oh menopause? God, this is getting worse. <laughs> She's going to be menopause at age 15. Um, and that they can't, they can't stand to live with the evil, Kirsty. They should all just kill themselves. Oh they my can't God, this stand is to live about... with the evil, Kirsty. <laughs> Hard relate. Uh, <laughs> but this is, if you now it's all about sexual assault and it's horrible. Yeah, right. So Louis runs away, freaked out, and then she st starts to see in the paper that bad things are happening, and then she sees that one of the kids in the group slit their wrists in the bath. Oof. 
And then, See, I think this story is pretty know, dark. Agree. Yeah, I didn't get it at the time, but as ever, you've ruined it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's always about sexual assault, yeah. always. After that, it's one every few days of the kids killing themselves. And Louis <laughs> starts having bad dreams. And in these, she's in love with Bobby Lee, which she also thinks she's in love with him in real life. In one dream, Bobby tells her to kill something if she really loves him. Can I I read this bit? Because I actually think this is pretty creepy. So this is in the dream. Bobby Lee smiled. You'll do anything for me, won't you? Yes, yes, she'd replied, breathless with the closeness of him, remembering the feel of his muscles rippling under leather. Oh, Bobby Lee, I want you to kiss me. Then kill that, he'd said and pointed. But then she wakes up. And I actually think it's really creepy that you don't know until much later what he points at or like yeah. what she's killed. I think that is so creepy. Mm. In fact, I think I've only just got what she's killed. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you read this? Yeah, I did. It was quite late. <laughs> okay. uh, Bobby tells yeah, Bobby tells her to kill something if she really loves him and she wakes up with a cut on her finger where she ran it across the blade. Oh my God, real life. I can't believe you've skipped over a bit in the story where someone breaks into their house. And shit's on Shit's in their living room. Like... All over. Yeah, like, and her grandma's like... Huge amounts of shit in their living room. <laughs> her poor prim grandma's like, don't go in there. <laughs> but Something also happens. they just kind of sit next door and have breakfast. It's <laughs> like this room covered in shit next Darling, door. don't go in the ante room. Someone's uh, defecated all over it. But don't worry, we'll just leave it there. We've had a <laughs> shit incident. <laughs> We've had a shit incident. <laughs> like, that is... So bizarre it and like is. really doesn't have any relevance to the story. And I can't believe I didn't think to put it. Do you think it, in? it happened to Patricia Windsor and she was like, well, I need to use this in a story? <laughs> Why would someone just go in? Anyway. So um, she remembers that in the dream, Bobby had a discolored front tooth as well. Uh, so she. I like that. That's creepy. It is creepy. It's very much like one of your stories again, in your new collection. In fact, I was like, shit, I've done that in a story. <laughs> done that same thing that's awful so she finds a pot in her grandma's kitchen and it's got a boiled dog in it and i'm just realizing now that's what she was told to kill yeah it's but weird it's like isn't it boiled it's off. very like a rip-off of fatal attraction why would they eat it though no they don't eat it well why is it in a fucking boiling pot then well oh you mean she i don't know it's just because it's scary i don't think she intends to eat <laughs> it scary <laughs> anyway so <clears throat> then bobby lee who is also the man from the train shows up at the door it's her time to go with him. But it's not, she says, because her mum woke her up and beat her for eating the lollipop, which is cool, let's just gloss over that. She only got a little lick. And here's the last line of the story, Kirsty. So I don't have to go with you now, she said, slowly closing the door on him, because I only had a little taste of death. I hate when stories end with the title. I really I don't like hate a it. sort of quippy last line. No, to be honest. And I only had a little taste of death. Well, why does it make sense that you would you tasted death? What does that even mean, Patricia? No, it's completely illogical. However, I choose to read it as it's about historic sexual assault. And can I? And I also think it's really creepy though, because if she is like see because can you imagine like if someone has been sexually assaulted as a child and then they're like with someone that they really fancy and then they sort of see the features Mm. of their abuser like that's horrible yeah can i also read a little bit that does support that um louis felt that he might see into her heart even when she didn't know what was there that's bobby lee in the dream she was afraid of him but overwhelmed by the thrill of him she never wanted their wild ride to stop wild ride to stop she closed her eyes and let herself go i don't care anymore she thought i give yes i give i'm ready for you she felt the thing in her hand again doesn't say she gripped it hard to the hilt 
Do it for me, said Bobby Lee. My worst thing, Louis thought. The thing that makes my heart hurt. Come on! My private mind has been invaded. It's so clearly meant to be about sexual assault. Yeah, and they, he keeps saying to her, what is your worst, most private thing? And that would be that someone had done something to you. And that and is you felt a horrible line as well. I actually find this... I know what you mean. On a surface level, the story is kind of stupid and doesn't make any sense. But if you like just go one level deep, it's creepy as fuck. Yeah, it is. Ooh. I like it. I'm going to give it a four. We should have done a trigger warning at the start of this episode, but then I didn't really realise that we were going there, so uh, yeah, sorry true. for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what have we got tomorrow, Kirsty? Uh, are you are you agreeing with my four? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, you're like, no, fuck no. No, I'm going to give it a three. <laughs> okay, so 3.5 for that one. I just ignored that <laughs> for some reason. I think it's really creepy and disturbing. I also quite like the idea of like, you think that your trauma's finished and then you see an advert in a paper referencing it and it's like, it never mm. goes away. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, so tomorrow we are doing The Doll by Carol Ellis. Oh, Carol. Who has a shaky reputation on this podcast. She does. Can she pull it back? Too many characters. Let's see. So join us tomorrow. And in the meantime, if you would like to find us on Twitter, we are at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. And if you're feeling generous um, and you want to support the podcast to keep us going, you can go to patreon.com slash, pardon me, I burp, uh, Teenage Scream. <laughs> I can't believe we got through so many episodes without you burping. I've been doing internal ones really oh, okay. quietly. Slash Teenage Scream Podcast. And uh, also you can rate, review, blah, 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 blah. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye. bye. <laughs>